What's up, y'all? And welcome to episode 5 of Facts, the podcast that brings you authentic stories and live experience from black and brown individuals. I'm your host, Kevin Carabayo, and thank you for tuning in. Helping me with today's episode was none other than myself. Yes, I said it myself. You may be asking, why this kid? Why Kevin? He ain't special, right? <laughs> and I just wanted to give y'all like a bonus track, especially for those who've been tuning in so far and just been very supportive. You know, it's definitely new to me to do, you know, to start my very own podcast and to try to, you know, give y'all some content that I feel like will be, you know, useful in many ways. So that being said, I just want to say thank you so much. I really appreciate y'all. But to further the conversation, one of the things that I wanted to talk about was COVID-19 and how, you know, the world is being affected by it. But since I'm from New York, I wanted to share my perspective and, you know, things out here is crazy. New York is one of those places where, you know, you go to to have fun. People are doing things. You know, things are busy. And now when you go outside, it's, it's dead. You know, even like the parks, walking to the store, you, don't, you, don't, you barely see anyone. And for me, you know, I was one of those individuals who, unfortunately, didn't take it really seriously. I'm like, nah, the government was behind this. And yeah, like, you know, it's not going to come here. And it wasn't until the number of deaths started going up. I'm like, oh, no, this is serious. I need, I really need to take care of myself and make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. So um, for those out there, just, you know, be safe. Try your best to um, stay indoors and, you know, be productive as well. And still go out, too. But just take care of yourself, you know, wear your mask. Uh, I don't really wear gloves, but you can wear gloves, too. And just try your best to to avoid getting sick. And my prayers go out to families who've been affected, right? And I say this all the time. Like, I feel like when anything happens, black and brown individuals are always affected the most. Just because we are at a disadvantage from the very beginning when it comes to, like, resources, just anything. Money, access to, to health, right? Good quality health care. And you see this, you know, and... One thing that came out like positive uh, from COVID nineteen was just you know it shed light on things that were already there, but now it was just like out in the open now, right? Like this game, even getting masks at the very beginning was hard. Like people was buying it, and reselling it at like very high prices. Um, this game like tested was like, a big deal. Like you know you had super, you had NBA superstars getting tested first, and you got people back home who are sick and dying and they wasn't able to get access to to the COVID-19 testing right to see if they had it or not and you know now I'm, I'm glad that things are changing I'm glad that you know the governor and the mayor stepped up to ensure that you know the people and our community is getting those is getting those kits is getting that that hope that testing so definitely but it took too long though honestly it shouldn't have taken that long and, you know, stuff like that happens all the time to people of color. Like, we always at a disadvantage. So I hope after, you know, this whole COVID-19 ends that things are set in place to ensure that, you know, there's a cushion, there's a safety net for if, you know, something else happened, right? And that's my thing. We need to do better. It's that simple. We need to do better. There's people who are being affected, right? People dying. There's people who need help, and, you know, the government 
they didn't really do a good job at the very beginning. And, you know, there's still a lot of work to be done. And there are individuals who are working towards that, working towards ensuring the safety of everyone, ensuring that people have these resources. And I just want to give a big shout out to Ozma, Kaylin, Lauren, Candace, who are my colleagues. They created this awesome page called Community Source Page, which has like tons of resources that you could use, right? It could be COVID-19 related. It could be housing related. It could be about anything, education. And they really work hard on this. So it's definitely going to be in the episode notes and every episode, actually, to make sure that, you know, you guys have some type of resources to kind of fall back on, right? And I hope it's useful. And please feel free to share any more resources so it could be put on the page as well. And to add on, right, there are going to be a lot of things that are wrong in this society. But I think what we can do is just, you know, take things step by step and work on those small issues, right? I have been watching a lot of movies, a lot of shows during this quarantine. One show in particular is For Life. For Life is basically about an individual who was wrongfully convicted, right, of being a drug kingpin. And now he's in jail trying to fight for his life. And he ended up, you know, passing his bar exam and getting his license to practice law. And so he became a lawyer in jail. And now he's fine for his life. And it's just a dope show. It's based on the true story as well. And I advise you guys to watch it. But there's a scene where, I guess, like, the warden was trying to help him out. And, you know, she ended up being fired, whatever the case may be. And, you know, one of the incarcerated individuals came to her office to speak to her. And, you know, they're just talking. And one thing she had said that, uh, you know, that stuck with me was, she said, if you are attacking a problem you can solve in your lifetime, you are thinking too small. And I think that's what's going on right now. I feel like we can't stay stuck on this this big problem that's going to take us a lifetime to solve. Like We need to think on small things that we can do now. And I think once we take a few steps back and figure out what we could fix, what we could, you know, where we are most useful at, then you're going to see change come slowly, you know, and, you know, change take a long time. Like, it takes a long time to change the system. It takes a long time to do anything that is good, and that's just how things are. You know, it's unfair, but we have to use what we have, right, and I'm learning that as I go. I'm learning that as I'm getting older. So just keep that in mind, and to just move forward with the conversation, right, ain't, ain't all that bad. Like, we, we have to acknowledge that people are graduating this year, right? Elementary, middle school, high school, college, graduates, postgrad, like, let's go. 2020, we here, man. We here, right? <laughs> oh, man, I'm stupid. But, you know, it's, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. And, you know, it may not be the graduation that we wanted, but we at least we have one, right? And I think what? We're going to do virtually, right? We're going to go on virtual. And that means that we're going to be walking in the hallway or in our bedroom through video camera. And, you know, a bunch of people are going to be seeing us. You know, it's going to be a little bit weird, a little bit different. But like I said, at least we got one. I'm super excited. I'm trying to figure out, like, how, like you know, what I'm going to do. Whether or not I'm going to still buy a suit. Because I still ain't buy my suit, man. I still stay by my suit. But, you know, I'm going to find a way to celebrate, man. I have to. If it's not this month, maybe next month. But I think my graduation is the 19th to 20th. 
Some people's a little bit further down or maybe like in June. So we see how it goes, but I just want to acknowledge and salute y'all. Like this is a big step, you know, especially for a college student on graduate and postgrad. Like this is a time where you're going to, you know, get in your careers, find something that you're going to do for the rest of your life. And, you know, and that's it, right? <laughs> that's it. And, you know, whatever you, you do after is on you, right? And I think, you know, I could speak for, like, first-generation college student. It's tough because it's one of those things that, you know, you would like to walk on stage and see your parents say, hey, you did it. And, you know, you know tears going down your face and all those things, right? And I, could, I had graduated. I graduated last year as well from undergrad and remember just, like, going on stage getting my, like, my fake diploma or fake degree and, like, my sisters, my girlfriend, my mom just, like, saying, Kevin, hey, and everybody's yelling for you. Like, that was, like, one of the best feelings in the world. Like, that was just dope because, like, to me, I knew that, like, I worked hard for that and, you know, the fact that I made it, I made it to the finish line that, you know, it was, it was, like, very refreshing. Like, it was, it just felt good and, you know, I wanted to, do the same thing again, you know, go on stage, especially, like, for my masters. Like, not everybody go for their masters. And, you know, especially as somebody of color, like, to me, that was, like, I'm breaking barriers. Like, I'm showing people, like, yo, if I could do it, you could do it. And a lot of people feel that way, you know. A lot of people feel like their their time was taken away from them, and that's understandable. But I would say just keep moving forward. Try not to feel like your, the work that you did went away is because it didn't. You know, you worked hard. You got your degree. And, you know, it's on you to, to figure out what you're going to do um, from then on, you know. You know, I felt lost, too, a little bit towards, like, part mid-April. I'm like, yo, like, how my graduation is going to be, you know, how I'm going to find work during these times. And, like, people are still hiring, believe it or not. A lot of things are online, virtually. Like, most of the interviews is going to be through, like, Zoom or, like, Google Hangouts and stuff like that. So still have that mindset, like, yo, I'm a Throw myself out there. I'm going to, you know, search for jobs. I'm going to do this and that because it's, it's there. So don't sell yourself short. Don't give up. And definitely don't slow down. Keep going. If you had goals set in mind, you know, those goals are still reachable. You may not be able to travel, right? <laughs> you may not be able to take those vacations, but you could definitely do other things, right? And I think the way you sell yourself during this time is say, like, hey, like, you know, the first employee or person who's going to like come into your agency and be able to work in this environment and work during this crisis of COVID-19 like nobody else would be able to say that but you you're going through it and hopefully they still have internships I know like people who graduate like graduates they still try to find um internships to get that experience so hopefully those still um are available if not you know I'm not too sure of what's out there to help you guys but I would say it's you know it's always it's always a way you know like I like being optimistic about a lot of things and I feel like it's always a way so just try your best if I come by with any information I would definitely put it in this podcast and share it with y'all but it's always a way and I think the best thing you could do right now is utilize your time wisely and try to reinvent yourself ask yourself who am I what is next from here stuff like that like that is gonna like push you to answer these questions that you don't have answers to right tap in into other skills hobbies activities that you didn't have time for 
And this is a, a great time for you to to think outside the box, to be yourself, and just straight up make yourself more marketable in a way. Make sure that you tell yourself that you are enough. Use positive affirmations to help you throughout the day. Like, I was watching, what was it? Oh, this documentary on Michelle Obama. And in this scene, she had mentioned, I think she was talking to a group of high schoolers, if I'm not mistaken. And one of the students felt like she wasn't doing enough. And it was due to her circumstances. Like, she was working while she was in school. She had to take care of her brothers, her sisters. And Michelle Obama was like, that feeling of being ordinary is your power. And I was like, wow, that's true. Like, it's, it's that simple. And I would say, always remember that you have a story to tell that makes you an asset no matter where you go. And once you figure out what's your story and how to articulate it, you're going to be good. So please keep that in mind. And lastly, I'll be handpicking five graduates to shout out on my next podcast episode. All you have to do is comment on one of my Instagram posts with class of 2020 with your full name and the university that you graduated from. And yeah, and I think that would be cool to just like end on a good note, right? Before we go, show some love for your favorite podcast by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Remember, you can connect and follow us on our social media pages to stay updated. Links will be provided in the episode notes. Thank you for tuning in. Remember this. This is the only podcast that speaks facts.